welcome back to another episode of Inject Chat Flick with your hosts, Club Captain JT and Hunch Will Graver. <laughs> what even is that? <laughs> like, at least we got it on film this time, so we can actually share that with the viewers. Yeah, on the on the Insta. We need yeah. to get some more content out of that. Yeah, follow us at Inject Chat Flick on Instagram because this is the Inject Chat Flick podcast. Well, look at that segue. Um, I'm JT. I'm Grill. And we are joined today, which is Saturday, by by uh, another EUHC alumnus guest, Freddie Perkins. Hello, gents. How are you doing? Good, thank you. How are you? Thank you for coming on. Absolute pleasure. You know I'm a big fan of the podcast. Always trying to I slide do. into your WhatsApps. <laughs> there's, there's quite a lot of performance analysis going on. Yeah, there is. Do you get some as well? Yeah, I got, I got one saying how good a date location Astriano's was. Yeah. Um, and there was one the other day about the cross. Yeah. And, and Michael Loud then. Yeah, that's that's a club wide feeling, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so coming up today, we're gonna be we're gonna be talking to Fred about, well, a bit of extra stuff and a bit of not extra stuff. Um so yeah, let's get going. Uh, and as, as always, we'll start with hot takes. Graver, why don't you kick us off? Okay, so the other day I put myself on my last straw with England hockey. Yeah, which resides the last straw uh, resides in my it's room. right here. Well, I'll show the Zoom if we want any content. Um, but so they were going to go out to India for Pro League. Yeah. At least the men and the women. Yeah. But the women had too much COVID, so they didn't travel. Yeah. Last time I checked, there's 17 million people in the UK. There's not, I don't know. So say there's like 3 million women. There's not 2,999,900 and... <laughs> Uh, 84 84 <laughs> COVID cases currently in the UK across all women yeah so they should have been able to send a team no matter what right. and I'm my straw's not going yet but it's close it's close to going like yeah. they should have just like obviously the women are in South Africa at the moment or the the uh, under 21s the junior world cup yeah under 20 plus ones there we go yeah um <laughs> At least, at least it's not audio proof of me getting that wrong. <laughs> but yeah, but even so, there's enough players in the domestic league and they should have really taken the team. Yeah, I think just to, I agree. But quickly, there aren't three million women in the UK. You do know that, don't you? Oh, I meant 30. Yeah, <laughs> it's more like it. <laughs> so I'd just add another nine onto in there somewhere. <laughs> okay. COVID cases, there would have to be. <laughs> uh, Fred, what do you make of that? I mean, originally, when I was thinking of hot takes, I wouldn't just go along the lines of something of England hockey is terrible admin. I do. <laughs> it's not that hot. A bit of a shambles. And um, I know, so like, Kate Axe was meant to be going out there as part of that tour. Mm. And it's understandably gutted not to be going. So it's pretty brutal. But yeah, the men yeah. managed to make it out. We did, yeah. They are, to be fair, they are quite separate uh, bubbles, I believe. Mm. Um, also, I think, in fairness... They can't really just pluck people out of their jobs to go and say, do you want to come to India for a week? They, yeah, like, I would they're, they're picking from a pool of contracted players. I would hand in my notice to go and play for England. Yeah, me too. If the opportunity <laughs> arose. <laughs> I definitely also would. Um, but yeah, we, we're not, none of us three are quite in that position. Um, anyway, Fred, have you got a hot take? Well, I'm going to start with comment on Graver's hot take from probably a few days ago now, just going out on Saturday. Uh, he said, if you want to be club captain, you shouldn't be on committee before looking at prior years. 
partly true, but I, th- I think that the best way to go is to be a team captain in second year or, Ooh. you know, third year or whatever, and then club captain the year after. Because that's what, that's what you did. That's what Sully did. That's what Denton yeah. did. Oh, is it? Yeah, Denton was force captain in his second year. And then oh, of course he was. Yeah. But also, there's nothing wrong with being club sec and going to club captain. <laughs> so that's what Connor did as well. And um, that's my favourite route to club captain. So I wish uh, Josh Moran all the best. <laughs> yeah, well, have you met him? I don't know if you've been down and met him, have you? I haven't in Exeter, but weirdly enough, I, I played at Wayfarers with him a couple of times. Oh, really? In, yeah, in like September 2020. Because that's where I think he was at school mm. nearby. He might not even remember this. Uh, he, he should if he because he is at, there is rumours that he is a budding club captain himself. So okay, so uh, maybe you're maybe you're on something there. I wish him all the best. But yeah, I, I, we only played a couple of games until he got called up to the ones, and I was stuck in the twos. So not much over yeah. that. Graver has a familiar story with that and not pl- not quite playing in the same team as Josh Moran that much once they realised he was way too good for the threes Josh that well, not but well. we kept him for bucks so I still got a good good chunk of Josh Moran and he wasted his he, he could have had a ones cap and he honourably turned it down to try and help the threes win the cup and then they did not yeah. so it was all in vain it's the, it's the intent that counts though and he showed himself to be a true clubman that day yeah he did to be fair um, my hot take and, and it to be fair, it's going to be talked about in yesterday's episode. Sorry, yeah, it was talked about in yesterday's episode yeah. with uh, with hoops. I talked about the sort of. I, I just want to give it full airtime, and I want us to, three fellow uh, you know, twos players to talk about this. The twos is the best mix of hockey and social side. I think that that once was true, but now I think it's the threes. Because the threes have got good at hockey mm. and they're still the degenerates they once were. They're known as the social twos this year. I think it obviously it varies all the time, like from year to year, just to who happens to be in more teams. The twos sound like they're getting a bit good at hockey these days. I don't know if the social side is still the yeah. standards. I think part of the issue is that since we obviously got promoted in the 2018-19 season, the boys play on a Sunday. And unless your name is Sexy Ben, most people don't dial into as many cans on the way home now. Whereas I remember being a first year playing on Saturdays to the twos. Social and go to the Lenny, wouldn't we? Yeah, we was, yeah, we'd turn, we'd come back. Yeah, we'd come back, you know, from an away day at like 4 or 5 p.m. And you'd just be stumbling around the kitchen and most people hadn't even had their dinner in my flat before getting ready for Priest. So we were already halfway there. Um, so yeah, I think perhaps that has put a spanner in the works. But having socialed on Wednesday with the twos for the first time in a long time, uh, and doing a reverse social, um, I can confirm that the the social side of the twos is is alive and well. You'll be pleased to hear. I think that's just in comparison to the ones, though, isn't it? You forgot what the good ones like. If you if you believe uh, Ben Fox, Reese Bradshaw, et al., then the ones are one of the best social teams in the club now. But that's they always seem to be the best losers, but they are not. They always won the boat race just by pouring stuff down themselves, and it's an absolute farce. I remember Jimmy Carson running around at Christmas dinner in first year saying, let's get squash, let's get squash. And they claimed they won, even though they had one less man and were drinking Ribena. <laughs> um, but they're just more competitive. That's why they're first-team players, you know. Can't lose. Exactly. Pesky first-team players. hate them. 
Um, so that's my hot take. Have we done all the hot takes? Have you, I, I, I do actually yeah, have. Yeah. I've got a more original hot take than oh, go just on. talking about Spoil podcasts us. and stuff. I've come up with a new genre of hot take that I think might appeal to your kind of target demographic of uh, posh extra people. So it's posh take. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> nice, nice. And to, to kick it off, it, this is very true to character for me. Um, the po- the posh take is Tesco finest smoked salmon is worse than their regular smoked salmon. That's good. I mean, firstly, the genre is fantastic, and I think you're right. It definitely appeals to the demographic. Um, I can't say that I have in a you know controlled environment compared Tesco Finest and Tesco... Maybe we should do that. We're running out of ideas. Episode 39, we can crack open some smoked salmon for the boys. Yeah, I mean, that is... To crack open smoked salmon on air, that is really posh-taking, isn't it? I don't think I've ever purchased smoked salmon before. Um, Oh, that's great. I'm not a big big fish fan. I like like tuna. You're just not a big culture fan. I I like the odd bit of culture every now and again. As shown by my menu compared to yours. Fair enough. Yeah, Freddie was not a fan of my menu, to be fair, were you? No, not at all. Anyway, <laughs> we, we, won't, we won't get into that. Freddie, uh, could you describe yourself as a hockey player for our listeners? Um, born in the fives. Made my way up in first year to the twos. Probably played most games for the twos, but actually not sure. Two slash threes for the next couple of years. As a player... I don't really know. I'm, I'd say I'm a pretty standard player. No massive flaws apart from just general panic, but yeah. also not that great at anything, you know? Not particularly flair, not particularly quick, but, you know, I'll, I'll press well. <laughs> <laughs> That's a classic pitch, isn't it? Yeah. I like that. Uh, what, what was your best memory at EUHC on pitch? On pitch, I think, I, I might be forgetting something. But when when I was in second year, so your guys' first year, the win away at Cardiff in Bucks when we won 6-1, that was a good day out. Very good bus back as well, or boozy cars. Um, I'm gutted I missed that one. That was was my first ever Bucks game. What a start. Been downhill from there, really, apart from the odd Loughborough win. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was either either that or lobbing Joel Fox in a 3-3-4s game. Just because nice. that, that's the single best thing I've ever done on a hockey pitch, um, even though we didn't win the game. But just for, for me, <laughs> <laughs> that is good. That is good. And then what about off pitch at Exeter? Obviously, plenty of memories. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how soppy to get with it. But the, the thing is, probably genuinely, it was when I was club captain, we got to over 10K November fundraising. Mm. And I was, just, I was just sat in the career zone as per usual, refreshing the page <laughs> to see if we'd get there. Just sat on my own. I don't think anyone else had made it up by that point. But um, no, that was a pretty good moment. Yeah, that is. We, we haven't really talked much about the charity side of things. Maybe we'll have to do that. No, we haven't. We'll definitely talk about that in in uh, in season two in November. We'll, we'll talk about November. Um, Surely it'll be about season three by that point. Well, when we're doing weekly, yeah, I suppose actually that's a long way off, isn't it? Anyway, um, what about your best teammate at EUHC? So we'll talk about We'll, we'll do this based on ability on the pitch. Best one teammate. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Ken Mann. I was yeah. lucky enough to play with him 
when he was in first year. It just handles. Yeah. Just a V-drag. Um, mm. There was one goal he scored when we were playing Bath on the weekend. And this is proper Verde Recreo stuff. They played hardball <laughs> the entire game. I think it, it was one all after they scored on the counter. And he just took a long corner and scored from there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fair play, mate. I'll just sit at the back post and hope we might get a tap in once in a while. You can just keep on dribbling. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think, I remember thinking in my first year that Ken was definitely the most talented player we had. But anyway, I don't want to boost his, his head. head's going to explode. Yeah, it, is, yeah. it might, might get to your size. Uh, okay, so Ken Man is your best teammate. You, you've talked a little bit about club sec and uh, club captain as your the roles that you had. We're going we're gonna to roll back the years now and we're going we're gonna to put you back in the club, club sec chair and we're going to preview the games with you for the weekend. This episode oh, is also coming out on Saturday. And Send I know information emails exactly, but yeah. I know I know full well that you know the Devon clubs at like the back of your hand, um, and I'm sure you, you try to keep tabs on how our boys are doing. Oh, um, I bet you spent far too many. Uh, I, I bet GMS has been the best present you've had this year. <laughs> I actually only really figured it out recently. But I was looking the other day, still gutted to yeah. see that the sixes and sevens, despite being in the same like equivalent league and not in the same region. So yeah. they play against each other and have to travel miles. The uh, the sevens are technically higher than the sixes because the sevens are higher in their in their region than the sixes are in theirs. So I think they're third and fourth. Um, but anyway, the fixtures this weekend, today, on Saturday, uh, first of all, the sevens are home to ECVH, ECV Hornets. That's a blast from the past, isn't it? Oh, I, I don't think I ever played them myself. I don't know. No, neither. Was that their twos? I don't know. I uh, think one of the. I think Chopper Harvey plays for ECB. Really? Yeah. Well, it's the. It's famously the shortest. Well, Bariska. It's the shortest away day, isn't it? Right next to Maury's. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, what's your prediction for that one, Freddie? Um, what are they playing on the Nando's or the San Siro? Uh, it's 10 o'clock on the Nando's, I believe. What a time. Um, I've got to back the sevens. 2-0. I don't know what kind of hockey they play these days, but 2-0. Fair enough. Uh, and then at three o'clock on the San Siro, the sixes take on Torbay ones. Going to have to make another... I mean, I can't say I have to... I know exactly what's going to happen here, but 2-1 uh, two, two win for the Eagles, team I used to coach I think- well. Which you also yeah. mentioned in a previous episode. Oh yes, yeah. Sorry, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> that was a bit of a drive-by. I mean, it's it's tough when we talk about people and they're not here to defend themselves. But unfortunately, yeah, that's, uh, we don't. The... We don't. Know. Unfortunately, we don't have a full archive. No, um, but we try our best. It's a it's an occupational hazard, I'd say, of the podcasting world. But well, I, I would two one you say, but I think the uh, the sixes. Well, they have Ollie Palmer, and Ollie Palmer is in the hunt. He scored two mistake. goals in the summer league yesterday. Did he? Yeah. He's uh he's level with Dan Barkley. Uh, Dan's one behind. Oh no, well Dan re- he's I spoke to him yesterday and he reckoned they were even. Oh it turned out. Interesting. But anyway, it's it's pretty tight going into the last weekend. The threes have two matches, but the sixes just have the one. So Ollie Palmer, I think he's gotta be hungry for three or four. Yeah, he's he's in the hunt. Yeah. I don't um, know who Ollie Palmer is. Is he like drag flick specialist? Is it that kind of thing? He actually doesn't do anything on corners. He's just a back post merchant. Yeah, which okay. at that level is probably probably pretty effective. Um, but yeah, no, he has scored a hat for goals this year. He did score a double hat trick in one game, didn't he? Yeah, against Solent away. 
in Bucks. <laughs> Three goals. It was at their varsity as well. Yeah, that's strong. That's a tough day for them. The fives are away at the Nando's against the threes. So two birds with one stone in this one. Um, the biggest game of, of Saturday, for sure. Yeah, I think... Well, firstly, I'd like to say I'm on the strokes for this game. Right. After Spitz's bottles in the cup. And you scored Missing the target. And I, I did step up and score a stroke. I showed them how to hit the target under pressure. Yeah. Uh, slotted it. I kept two clean sheets in the Sun League as well. I'm predicting a big win for the threes. Um, we have to win. This is pretty much as simple as that. Yeah. Uh, to win the league. Um, we need four points from two games. So I'm hope, hopeful that we can... Lock up the title. Yeah. How good would it be to see the threes in the, uh, well, no longer called it, but I call it the Verde Prem? I mean, I think they were back. They were in the Verde Prem before I arrived. I think they got relegated like the year before I turned up. But it's been a while since they were back yes. in those lofty heights. But it sounds like you've absolutely smashed that league this year, the threes. Yeah, well, it's basically our twos team from last year. We got in so many new fresh that everyone got dropped, including myself. Um and yeah, now we're just pretty cracked. There was a point where Farmer didn't actually play, uh, but there was a point where we had two players who played in like the national prem rolling out against like I don't know Shepton Malice or something like that. It's a bit unfair, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and then the, the the last game on Saturday is uh, the fours are away to North Somerset. They haven't got much to play for, have they? No, I'm just hoping that they will turn up to the game to be honest and avoid any and avoid a deduction North Somerset have to be one of my favourite clubs in the southwest. <laughs> why is that? absolute nibble merchants like it was when I was in second year they were in a promotion battle against the threes from like the, the league threes and fours oh and yeah was, this is funny uh, and oh, it was the fours needed to win on the last day Against the threes. Against the threes. And weirdly enough, the fours beat the threes 6 1. Um, <laughs> and then North Somerset were, they were sliding into our DMs and like tweeting about us, going, like, Oh, what a surprise. Um, but they are just, they are nibble merchants on the pitch as well. They've got some big boys who throw themselves around, but they, they take it a bit seriously for some proper budget hockey. <laughs> yeah. We didn't actually fix that game, to my knowledge. There was just a compulsory meet for the threes and timepiece at like 2am. <laughs> I think it was a pretty genuine result of just the threes didn't have anything to play for and the fours needed yeah, to win yeah. to go up and Cobes bottled his hat-trick, hit the post oh, with yeah, the people to get his, a hat-trick in his final game. Yeah, I imagine that. Anyway, so that's the that's the Saturday games previewed. And then, so Sunday, who have the threes got on Sunday, Grover? Old Bristolians. Um, they're one of the lower teams in our league, so I'm hopeful that we can pick up three points there. Yeah. Have a party, get the champagne out. Yeah. And the cardboard trophy, surely. Yeah. We, I, I told the freshers to make a trophy before last weekend. And then we went and lost to PGSOB. And I was like, have I jinxed this? <laughs> uh, but no. So there should be a trophy somewhere. Hopefully you'll earn it. Yeah. And then, Freddie, this is, this is, also a huge game. The twos are at home on Sunday to Cheltenham in what is, well, could be the survival Sunday we've been waiting for. I'm well aware of the situation around that game. My, my badgery has filled me in of exactly <laughs> what permutations need to happen. And, but it's in their hands. 
Just is in their hands. So, so for our listeners, one, one, yeah, one or three points secures it because we will be above ninth spot. And then if we lose, we could still survive in ninth as the best ninth place finisher. Yeah, but we also, places. so if either Plymouth or Cardiff lose, and we don't yeah. need to, the game doesn't matter. We're, we're, we're playing we're, some tough teams as well. Yeah. So yeah, we're in a pretty good spot. We're in a pretty good spot. Um, I might be playing, but this is more more a pipe dream than uh, dust off the rule book and see. On oh no, I'm eligible. It's whether Harry picks me, Um, but hopefully he will. Yeah, you might might as well stay up in one league you plan, or both, or both. (laughs) Anyway, that was such an unnecessary drive by. I've, yeah, I've got it written down to talk about club captain, but there's not really much to talk about, to be honest. I mean, Freddie was a club captain and I was a club captain, or am a club captain. We've had four club captains on the pod now. We have, yeah. Sully, Freddie, Freddie, and me. Indeed. Uh, another another two's club captain. Freddie Espen, the incoming club captain, is also two, so I'm sure you're glad to hear that. Oh, I'm very glad. Good name as well. Yeah, he spells it with a Y, though. Thoughts on that? I hate it. <laughs> it gets me confused now because I know that you're IE so when I'm messaging the two of you it sometimes throws me off um, that's really it, tough for you Jack it is yeah well that's about as hard as it gets these days um, well aside from organising a podcast that's rocketing to the top of the charts yeah we uh, we actually need to update what topics we chart in yeah the keywords the buzzwords yeah let's do that after this so when you say let's, you mean please? Can you do that? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Freddie. You obviously you mentioned that you've played for quite a few teams. I was wondering. We haven't talked on this podcast yet about the phenomenon of on pitch club bingo, which is where you play for every single team in the club. Now we have seven competitive teams, so I'm not sure it's ever actually been done. But how how close were you to club bingo? So I got twos to fives. Um, okay. I was quite disappointed because actually when I was in first year, the Eagles had like a rearranged game on a Sunday from like frozen pitches or something. And I had the opportunity to go and play for the Eagles, but I was just like, it's Sunday, I was hungover, I didn't fancy it. But if I'd got that, then I would have been a lot, you know, one step closer. Um, I think, do you know, do you remember Nick Shade? Was he, did you ever overlap with Shade? Shady, yeah. I think. We didn't cross. I mean, he got club bingo. Really? I can't imagine him playing in the sevens considering he was like a, you know a pretty stalwart twos player um, yeah. he might have kind of done a similar thing started lower down the club and then otherwise I think Quartermain claims that he's done it because so he played he in goal. pre-season no he played in goal from the twos down to the fives just because as a keeper you kind of get chucked around sometimes then he played outfield yeah. from the sixes and sevens when he was in third year when he wasn't playing hockey anymore if we were low on numbers he'd come and help us out and then he's, he claims that he played for the once when they were playing a friendly against Isker in pre-season and Mellows like dislocated his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. And Cortman went like, you know, he was watching and they asked him to go in, go in goal and he put the kit on, got in goal and then they just scrapped the game. So he didn't actually get any game minutes, but he was on the pitch for a ones game. So he played oh. in club bingo. He must have played in my first preseason because it was just me, him, and Sawmill with the three keepers down at preseason because Mellows was interning and 
Bowman wasn't there yet. Did we have any games? I can't remember. I think we played Reading because that's when Ned loaded the Cool on Me dance and <laughs> uh, did a bolt up against Jason Lee. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you got close. Yeah, get get Luke on. I'm sure he can tell you all about it. As well as yeah, many, many other antics that Luke can tell you about. Yeah, I've also just got a message actually from Joey Hyam saying he's binge listening to the pod. So we'll have to get yeah, him he, on. He too. messaged our group earlier saying he was actually really enjoying it. Good, good. I'm glad. Uh, I've got two more questions for you because I don't want to keep you much longer. Firstly, weirdest bloke in the hockey club. And then the follow up <laughs> question is why, but only if you're allowed to say it on air. Weirdest. I mean, it depends how you define weird. Because if you want like an actual weird bloke, then it's Alex Sweet. Because he's just, I don't know, I don't know how to explain the man. <laughs> but in terms of kind of like a rogue bloke in the more fun mm. way than Sweet's just kind of semi-autism, it would probably be Roland Blackmore, the cockroach. You were talking about him with Ned yeah, uh, a couple of days ago. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's, uh, yeah, I mean, I can't tell you some of the things, but th- those four socials, <laughs> from from when he was in the third year we're, we're pretty rowdy and um yeah you just can't the man who can't be killed yeah exactly he, he's had a few mentions on the podcast now hasn't he he's definitely yeah. sort of a sort of a mysterious figure that's that's looming around yeah. the club that's for sure and then the last question is where are you playing now and well, what you... how, how much of a downgrade is it well, you know I'm not playing now. You talk about having scored a goal in a year. It's because I'm not playing hockey anymore. Um, <laughs> That's what I wanted to ask. <laughs> thank you for letting me get that out there as well, by the way. Uh, set me up. <laughs> um, well, the thing is, I, I've realised now, um, I don't know if I actually enjoy hockey or if I just enjoyed playing hockey at uni. And I don't know if I want to go back to it or not. Um, it might be a good thing to do for the fitness, but you know, I'm not, yeah. not exactly missing it at the moment fair enough you're, well you last played for Wayfarers is that right yeah I played for Wayfarers twos last year yeah I actually made an appearance with Fred in a I think it was maybe a pre-season or it was like a training game or something it was um, in like May it was kind of post-season yeah post-season Absolutely. sort of run around it was actually my first game post-surgery uh, played 70 and we, I think, I think Freddie and I played at centre back, did we? Well, we've played at centre back together twice, Jack, and half those games gone. Very, very <laughs> badly. Yeah, <laughs> we shipped. I think we, we, I think we shipped five goals in the, in the Wayfarers game, and then was the other one that, um, that Swindon game. It was the threes. It was the Saturday of exam week. Yeah, exactly. And I, it was actually, my my solitary, my solitary appearance of the threes, and well, that's. My club bingo only extends ones to threes, which is pretty rubbish. Um, is that the same as you? Uh, yeah, yeah. I've played a couple of, like preseason games and stuff, but yeah. I don't really count them. But we, I, I, I turned up and you know I was meant to, at that point I was two's captain. I was meant to be a conference defender, and Freddie obviously was also a conference player, if if not a defender. And we, I was like, come on, I, I try and get the threes, get, help help the threes get a win here. Um, I don't know what happened. We had Jedwards as well in the back line. We had a good, we had a very attacking back line of you, me, yeah. Jedwards, and Fraser. But uh, <laughs> I think we did ship six. We didn't have any subs. No. Um, and we had, a, yeah, it wasn't, it was a bit of a mixed team in terms of we just got people from any team that were available. Yeah. 
I think we play, I played with Strutty that day as well. I've actually, I was procrastinating from work the other day and made a list of every single uh, player I've played with uh, in the club. And the list is, I don't even know if Strutty's on it actually. Uh, I did, I made it, I added you. The list is 74 names long, which having only played for three teams is pretty impressive, I think. Um but anyway, that's a pretty. You good mentioned strategy. Wayfarers conceding five. Was that a symptom of you two at the back, or is that conference team looking for a goalkeeper potentially uh, next this, year? This was definitely there too. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I, th- I actually seem to remember we had a pretty good goalie. Um, so I need to. Well, they do. Now I'm moving. To, now I'm moving to London. I need to get. I might use this podcast to start putting my name out there for some clubs if they're if they're looking for someone. Well, I'm sure Wayfarers threes are looking for a keeper. Well. <laughs> we can go roll out oh yeah fun. exactly anyway thank you very much for coming on freddie hopefully you've enjoyed it absolute pleasure hopefully we'll uh, have you and some of your friends on again soon um but without further ado on my eg on your eg